Welcome to another episode of Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. On today's program, we are doing a special tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and we're speaking with acclaimed dramatic baritone Lester Lynch, who has recently released an album of hymns and spirituals. We open today's program with the title track from that album. This is On My Journey Now by Lester Lynch. On my journey now, Mount Zion, on my journey now, Mount Zion, well, I wouldn't take a lot in Mount Zion, for my journey now, Mount Zion. One day, one day, I was walking along, well, the elements opened. And the love came down Mount Zion On my journey now, Mount Zion On my journey now, Mount Zion Well, I wouldn't take nothing, Mount Zion For my journey now, Mount Zion Well, I went to the valley And I didn't go to stay well, my soul got a happy, and I stayed all day, Mount Zion. On my journey now, Mount Zion, on my journey now, Mount Zion. Well, I wouldn't take a lot in Mount Zion, for my journey now, Mount Zion. You can talk about me. Just as much as you please Well, I talk about you When I get on my knees Mount Zion On my journey now Mount Zion On my journey now Mount Zion Well, I wouldn't take a lot in Mount Zion For my journey now Mount Zion You're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. I'm Keely Heron. I'm Pat Wright. And we've just heard On My Journey Now, which is a little bit of a departure from our, our normal opera repertoire. However... He's an opera singer. He's an opera singer, which I think you can tell. What a gorgeous baritone voice. That was lovely. This is a special episode because today we host our very first guest. Aren't we lucky to have such a great first guest? <laughs> Lester Lynch is a dramatic baritone known for his charismatic portrayals and commanding voice, performing with the world's leading opera houses, including the Bergen Opera in Norway and the San Francisco Opera. And a little later in today's program, we'll be listening to Lester's portrayal of Iago in Verdi's Otello with the Gulbenkia Opera and Chorus in Portugal. But before we get to that, because this is a special trip Tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We'll be talking with Lester about his experience as an African American opera singer, and we'll also be listening to some more tracks from his recent album of spirituals and hymns titled On My Journey Now. And now let's listen to Go Down Moses from Lester Lynch's album On My Journey Now. Go 
Wow. Wow. (laughs) It's interesting to listen to these, you know, kind of traditional songs sung by an opera singer. Well, they're familiar, but uh, they don't sound that way in my head. (laughs) That was pretty incredible. So this is a really different experience for us, Pat, because we're conducting an interview. We're listening to spirituals and hymns, and I'm really excited to be doing a tribute to Dr. King. And I think especially now, the messages of hope and inclusion and togetherness are incredibly important. And I'm really excited about this show. They are perennial and powerful messages. And I think anytime we have a chance to highlight them, we thank Dr. Martin Luther King for his work. We honor him and we honor all the people who continue in his footsteps. So without further ado, we are going to jump into our call that we had with Lister. This is all new for us. We're figuring it out as we go along because that's what community radio is all about. Let's just move on to your first question, Keely. I think it's good. <laughs> all right. Here we go. So Lester, you talked a little bit about your influences for your new release, On My Journey Now, Spirituals and Hymns, and you had said that you were influenced a lot by your mother and your grandmother and some of the songs that you heard in church, and I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about the relationship of that genre of music, of spirituals and hymns, to your lived experience as an African-American. You know, the relationship of those songs, It's there's such a history there, mm-hmm. because many of these, these songs, some of the songs, are work songs that people sang when they were picking cotton, when they were slaves. And that tradition of those songs have kind of continued. So there are some songs that are work songs, and other songs that are more songs of praise, songs about salvation and freedom, songs of freedom. So there are these three different types of spirituals. And I didn't even realize that, of course, growing up, I was just listening to my grandmother and my mother sing these songs while they washed dishes, or even some of the other songs that weren't spirituals, but they're more hymns that were sung in the church. I was given the flavor of those songs by them, and I I guess it's something that I didn't understand exactly what the songs meant to my grandmother and and mother, and I don't think I've even ever spoke to them about it, but there is this deep connection, of course, to God and to freedom. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that always comes to my mind, this idea of freedom and liberty. It's a constant theme in the recitals that I plan. It's a constant theme in the music that I sing. And, And so I guess that that's really what, having not really spent that much time thinking, thinking about exactly what that relationship was coming from my parents, mother and grandmother to me and how that affected the songs that I chose. I guess it really is about that. I don't, it's so this is difficult actually yeah. for me. To, I'm, not, I'm not really answering it very well because I think that it's, it's something that is unspoken. You know, um, I've, I've never spoken to my, my, them about this, uh, this subject and I know what it means to me. And it really is more of the, idea about freedom for all of us Mm -hmm. and liberty for people so that we can not only live freely, but live in a kind of liberated manner Mm. and feel as though you can do the things that you want to do in your life. You're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. On today's episode, we are speaking with Lester Lynch, who is an opera singer who has just released a collection of spirituals and hymns called on my journey now. And now we'll listen to a song from that album, 
It's a traditional spiritual called Ain't That Good News. news indeed. So that was Lester Lynch singing a traditional, I guess, spiritual? Yes. Spiritual or him? Yes. Knocking it out of the park there. It was lovely. Talking about Ain't That Good News. As we get back to our interview with Lester, I asked him about his experience as an African-American vocalist and musician and what that was like. Did he face racism and discrimination as he built up his career? And this is what he had to say. I was such a music nerd. My parents cocooned me when I was growing up, and then I cocooned myself in these composers trying to learn Rachmaninoff sonatas and the preludes of Chopin and the sonatas of Beethoven, even. I spent so much time with these composers and in this cocooned environment that my parents put me in that I really didn't realize the struggles that were out there for blacks when I was a kid. I really was totally green to this. Even at Juilliard, once I got to the Juilliard school, I still didn't get it. I still thought that if I was a great musician and I knew my characters well, that I would be rewarded because I thought that the music business was kind of immune to racism because this is art. And around about 2000, I was trying to 
find a better manager. And one of the New York agents, a big one actually, sat me down in his office and said, well, you're never going to have a career in this country. Now, mind you, I had already sung at La Scala, won the Met competition, actually won every competition that I ever entered, finished at the Juilliard School, had gone to New England Conservatory of Music. I had great basis of, of music understanding, good languages, had studied in Vienna, and all these things. And this guy sat me down, the most powerful agent at that time, and he said, well, this is never going to work. I've been at the meetings at the Metropolitan Opera. They do not want black singers. And the only way that you'll make it is if you, A, sleep with somebody powerful, B, have a voice like Luciana Pavarotti, of which there's only been one, we're still searching, or three, have, you know, muscles, the most incredible body and the most incredible look. Why muscles go along with being an opera singer, I do not know. And so he said this to me, and and I said, well, I guess I better go work uh, having a voice like Luciana, Luciana Pavarotti. But at that moment, the walls just kind of came crashing in, and I almost quit the business because I thought, <laughs> I don't stand a chance. I'm a dark-skinned, overweight, black dude. <laughs> you know, how in the world is this ever going to work? Am I going to be poor my whole life? <laughs> so uh, where do you go from, yeah. from leaving that office and feeling that way? How, how, what's the next step after that? or how did you... I was completely depressed, and I went to actually Marilyn Horn the living legend of Marilyn Horn, and I, you know, told her about this, and she, of course, I mean, I think the quote was, that's total bullshit. <laughs> you know what? She just said it. Because, of course, she was married to a black man, you know, a black conductor, Henry Lewis, and, uh, and he had quite a career, but he also struggled a lot. And why isn't he, he's the one who was there with Joan Sutherland and Luciano, I mean, doing all those great concerts all over the world. This was a fantastic guy, but she saw the struggle that he went through, but she said, no, you can do it. It's not going to be easy, but you can do it. I must have spent six months completely depressed out of my mind. And then some people stepped in, and Jane Scoville, Deirdre Holly, Ira Eisenstadt, Marilyn Horn stepped in and said, no, we're going to support you. You can do this. You have one of the greatest voices that we've heard in years. You're a real Verdi baritone. Your voice has to be heard. And they kind of built me up and and tried to help me along. And they have helped me along. I mean, they've been incredible supporters of mine for years. And I kind of said, okay, I'm going to fight. You're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. On today's episode, we're speaking with Lester Lynch, an opera singer who has recently released an album of spirituals and hymns called On My Journey Now. And now we'll listen to Joshua Fought the Battle of Jericho from that album. Jericho. 
Jericho, he marched with spear in hand. Go below them ram horns, Joshua cried. Cause the battle land in my hand. Joshua in the battle of Jericho, Joshua in the battle of Jericho, Joshua in the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. Wow. <laughs> From soft to loud, fast to slow. Yeah. Like you said, it was interesting to watch the monitor with yeah. the dynamic range. He's all over the place. I, it's wonderful. That song has been done. I mean, it's a traditional tune, but wow. Impressive. As our conversation with Lester Lynch continued, he did let us know that he has seen changes in the hiring practices. And he particularly spoke about the Metropolitan Opera in New York. And it's true. I haven't sung at the Met, but plenty of other African-Americans and Africans have sung at the Met, that being Larry Brownlee, Kevin Short. Now we have Speedo Green, of course, the great Eric Owens. That's just to mention some of the men that have been there, not to mention all the ladies like Indra Thomas. And the list is very long now. And those doors have opened more at the, at the Metropolitan Opera. And one of these days I'll sing there. Um, I mean, they're doing Porgy and Best there coming up here very soon. Now, that that doesn't exactly mean that things are even because, you know, this is Porky and Bess. Right. It has to be cast with black people. But, um, but for instance, the leading lady, the, the Bess, um, Angel Joy Blue, who's a fantastic singer, made a great debut at the Met as Mimi in October, November of this past year. So she's being featured and given great opportunities in that house. And then she'll come back as Bess and some other things. And of course, Latanya Moore, the, the woman who was singing Desdemona with me in Bergen as Sangaida at the Met and Butterfly at the Met, actually. And so the doors are open there now. Yeah. Um, and the doors have certainly opened to me. It's a, it is a better time. And we all have pushed and shoved our way into these houses. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. I'm Keely Heron. I'm Pat Wright. And on today's episode of Opera for Everyone, we are doing a special tribute to Martin Luther King Jr. 
And as part of that, we're speaking with dramatic baritone Lester Lynch. Now we'll listen to another track from his album, and this is called Let Us Break Bread Together. So as we get back to our interview with Lester, Pat asked a question about a traditional favorite that I, I guess, learned when I was a kid. I think we all did. Honestly, Kumbaya can kind of be a punchline to a joke. Your rendition of Kumbaya is the most spectacular. The drums, the children the singing, it's so wonderful. It is so beautiful. I... I I think you've redeemed Kumbaya from the punchline world. (laughs) (laughs) This is probably the most African song on the album. And I thought, okay, we've got to take it back to its roots Mm -hmm. and get down to basics with this and put the djembe with it, the djembe drum, and not have any accompaniment. They said, oh, the kids won't be able to stay in tune. It's never going to work. And I said, no, it's going to (laughs) work. It was absolutely so we, beautiful. You know, we had our rehearsals and everything, and 
I wanted this single voice. We all come down to this one single note at the end of Kumbaya. And that, again, is, is this feeling of community coming together. And that's why we, we have all these running parts. At one point, I think five different parts going on in the Kumbaya, because we have this round happening that was not easy to put together. Actually, at first, we got it. It's so exciting. I mean, that was one of the pieces that I really loved. And it's funny because, you know, you would think, oh, it's going to be Deep River. It's going to be one of these more lyric, operatic spirituals. But no, I really had a good time with Kumbaya. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. And on today's episode, we are interviewing Lester Lynch, who is dramatic baritone. And he's talking about his new album, On My Journey Now, a collection of spirituals and hymns. And this is the song Kumbaya from that album. So that was Kumbaya, as interpreted by Lester Lynch on his album, On My Journey Now, a collection of spirituals and hymns, which we are featuring today as part of a special episode of Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL, as a tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King. And now we return to our interview with Lester Lynch. Uh, could I yeah. just also uh, make the point that I think your your album makes is that the songs galvanize, they inspire, they bring people together and give clarity of purpose. And you feel like you're you're part of, of something greater and something noble. 
Well, thank you. That is exactly what I was hoping for. I mean, that's exactly what I was hoping for. I'm, I'm so glad that that came through in the song. Even in the arrangement themselves, the way that we arranged, for instance, my tribute, we wanted to have a lot of running lines that it did exactly what you're talking about, that all came together towards the end to have this through line of pieces coming together. And that was one of the ideas that Victor Simonson and I had when we were working on these arrangements. I'm so glad that that came through for you, and I hope it comes through for others. And now let's listen to my tribute from Lester Lynch's album, On My Journey Now, Spirituals and Hymns. Thank you. 
So that was my tribute from Lester Lynch's album, On My Journey Now, a collection of spirituals and hymns. You're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. I'm Keely Heron. I'm Pat Wright. And as we uh, wrap up the first part of our show, which is a special tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King, where we're talking with Lester Lynch about his experience as an African-American musician and vocalist, we get back to our interview talking about what his goals as an artist are and what it means to him to not only be an opera singer, but to make an album of his own. Through art, we see a better way. Not that I'm pious in thinking that I'm better than someone or that my ideas are better, but just through art, through music, that we see a better way forward not only through our intellect, but also through our art. And I guess that's kind of what I'm fighting for. Yeah, well, and I think that goes back to where we began the conversation with the the hymns and the spirituals, too. It's it's a way to bring people together, and I think music and art can tell a larger truth that can't necessarily be told rationally or or factually. You know, we can get... We can get at something that is more meaningful and maybe a more direct connection to what it really means to be human than you can tell if you're having a rational conversation. That's it. That is it. That's it. That's beautiful. So that is Lester Lynch speaking about his experience as an artist. And as we wrap up the first part of our show here, focusing on uh, his recent collection of spirituals and hymns, now we're going to move into a more traditional interpretation of opera for everyone. (laughs) Otello. Otello. And for the remainder of this program, we're going to be listening to Lester's portrayal of Iago in a performance of Verdi's Otello with the Gulbenkia opera in chorus in Lisbon, Portugal. Thank you. 
Welcome to Opera for Everyone. I'm Pat Wright. I'm Keely Heron. You have just listened to the first song in Verdi's opera, Otello, 
That is called una vela. And what, what does una vela mean? There's a sail. In other words, they've, they've sighted the ship on the horizon, and that's how the opera begins. And the people singing are on the island of Cyprus, and it is evening, and there is a violent storm. Mm. And they're concerned about the safety of the people on that boat because they're in a violent storm. And that's the entire populace of Cyprus singing and watching, and they are awaiting their, the arrival of Otello. And who is Otello? Otello is our title character, and he is the conquering hero, the successful hero in the army or navy, military. In the military. <laughs> and he's a Moor. He is from North Africa. Right. Right. Which means that he's dark-skinned. Well, that is referred to often in the text. It's worth noting that the story of Otello, as with so many operas, comes from a prior story. It doesn't originate with the opera itself. And uh, this has a very esteemed pedigree. It is a Shakespeare story. And so in the Shakespeare story, as well as in the Verdi opera, he is, uh, it is referred to periodically of him being different from the rest, dark skin and, mm -hmm. and other attributes mm -hmm. that distinguish him. Nevertheless, he's in a very high-ranking position, and he wields a lot of power. Um, and that is part of the story as well. I can't wait. It's an exciting one. It's a very exciting one. And we have one of the all-time most villainous villains in this story as Iago. well. Iago. It was amazing to talk with Lester about the, the portrayal of Iago. And... Yes, yes. And, and I look forward to including that in our, um, in our discussion of the opera as we go through in classic Opera for Everyone style. Yes. So if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. And on today's episode, we've just concluded the first portion of the program where we spoke with a special guest, Lester Lynch, who is a dramatic baritone. And we listened to some tracks from an album that he recently released. And now we're shifting into a more traditional Opera for Everyone show. And we've just listened to the first song of Verdi's Otello. Yes. Shall we listen to the second song? Yes. Is there anything you want to do to set it up? We've, we're, we're on the Isle of Cyprus. The conquering hero has returned home in a boat. There's a storm raging and everyone is very concerned, And but it appears the boat is returning back to the shore. So this next song, in English at any rate, is entitled Rejoice, and it is Otello as he steps on dry land. And he, he reminds us of his uh, military success. And the Cypriots, the people on the island of Cyprus, are shouting, all hail, Otello, all hail. And they're, they're pretty pleased with their hero. They're pumped. All right. So here it is. Esultati. That's the Italian. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Rejoice. Rejoice on Verdi's Otello on Opera for Everyone, 89.1 KHOL.
So that was Iago. Well, yes, we began with Otello, but then Iago um, comes in, and, and here's where you want to get a little bit of the story background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's um, your department, Pat. That's my department, <laughs> and I am happy to, happy to do this. So um, with all this rejoicing going on, with Otello being very proud of his accomplishments and the local populace just throwing praises on him, um, Kind of off on the side, we've got Iago speaking with Rodrigo. Who's his buddy, right? They're well, he and Rod- yeah, I mean, of... I don't know that Iago has buddies. He's not right. that kind of a man. He's kind of a psychopath. He's kind of totally, kind of totally a psychopath. Psychopath. Yeah. Um, Rodrigo, however, people, Rodrigo, Otello, Desdemona, all kinds of characters in the opera think that they can confide in Iago. Woe to them. Because mm, most psychopaths are very charming. <sighs> I don't get it. Anyway, Rodrigo turns to Iago and he's just miserable. He's so sad. Um, and he's just like, oh, 
I feel like drowning myself. And Iago's like, well, only a fool talks about drowning himself because of a woman. Because he wants to, he's just so sad because he's in love with Desdemona. Oh, Rodrigo is. Yes. Uh, and Desdemona. Is Otello's wife. Critically has recently married Otello. And you don't want to be macking after the boss's lady. <laughs> And he knows that. Mm-hmm. And so he's very, very sad. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, dang it. Yeah. And Yago's like, pull yourself together, brother. Yeah. He's like, um, and then he says, well, maybe I can help you a little bit. Um, and he says, Rodrigo, I am your genuine friend. Mm, right that's, there. You it's know like, you're just in like, hey, believe me. You know that you're in trouble. You he, know that you can't believe well, somebody. Very confidentially, he tells Rodrigo, I swear that woman will be yours. I pretend to love Otello, but I hate that more. So he's told Rodrigo, I'm your true buddy. The guy I'm pretending to be friends with and mm-hmm. I'm pretending to respect, mm-hmm. I hate. And it's it's complicated, mm-hmm. um, the reasons for Iago's hating Otello. But part of the stated reason mm-hmm. is that Iago was passed over for promotion instead Cassio another oh, key right. character yes. in this drama Cassio has received a promotion from and Otello. so now Iago's all bent out of shape and he's like I'm gonna take him down yeah in fact he's gonna take more than just Cassio down there's gonna be plenty of suffering due to the actions and mm-hmm. activities that never happens in opera Suffering, drama, conniving. It, again, it's it's good drama, and um, we do have to credit Mr. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah, he he gave us some good good meat to work on here, and the power of jealousy, which is we're going to see how how just the well the green eyed monster. Did you know that that phrase is a Shakespearean phrase? That jealousy is I a green-eyed monster. I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. It is a Shakespearean phrase, and it appears in this in this text. If you know, if you can do Italian, I'll have to read it. I I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to look forward. <laughs> I can sort of sometimes read Italian. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. How about if we listen to our next song? The next song on Verdi's Otello is. Rodrigo Beviam, and that's uh, a drinking song. Well, it's the lead up to the actual drinking song. It's a little like this is when Iago um, says, "Let's drink, Rodrigo," and they're they're trying to get Cassio drunk. Hmm. Sounds like a good idea because that's going to further the plot. All right. Well, so you're listening to Opera for Everyone on eighty nine one KHOL, and we are going to wrap up the first part of this special episode uh, with a song from Verdi's Otello featuring our special guest today, Lester Lynch. And this is Rodrigo Beviam from uh, Verdi's Otello.
Thanks for listening to another episode of Opera for Everyone. I'm Keely Heron. And I'm Pat Wright. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. And like our Facebook page, Opera for Everyone, where you can also send us a message. We know that opera can be challenging. But everyone loves a good story. And a story set to music is even better. That's why our mission is to make Opera opera for for everyone. everyone.